It's a football Saturday in Happy Valley. Tens of thousands have gathered in the rolling green hills that surround Beaver Stadium to partake in what has become America's favorite pastime, tailgating. A time to party with family and friends, sling the pigskin around, have some drinks, eat some food off the grill, and get in the mood for Penn State football. Sure, you dropped a beer can or two on the ground, threw some food in the blue bag and didn't think about it. It's really not a big deal. After all, you're here to have fun. I'm Matt Freiler, and this is Yappy Valley. In October, Penn State football took on Michigan in one of the biggest games in a long time for the program. Fans came out in the masses, and since the game was set for an 8 o'clock kick, they had all day to enjoy the tailgating atmosphere. Penn State fans are phenomenal. They are friendly, they are kind, they are willing and generous, and they're awesome people. That's Doug Goodstein, who works as the director of student engagement for Penn State Sustainability Institute. Doug's all about human interaction and making this world a better place for future generations. For the most part, I think a lot of people, they're, they're great, but there's just a certain, and it's probably only 5% of the people that are, I, I don't really know the percentage, but my guess, it's only between 5 and 10% of the people that are really doing all the, the littering and everything. Now, the, the blue bag is different. Almost every blue bag is contaminated, but I really think it's because people don't know that they're, what they're supposed to put in those bags because it's not really, it's not the e most easily understandable recycling system. That's Amy Scherf, the education coordinator for Center County Recycle and Refuse Authority. Amy is all about making recycling great again at tailgates. Really appreciate Penn State fans because Penn State fans are the nicest people. Like, I didn't realize how, like, nice Penn State fans are, but, like, you walk up and they're like, oh, my God, here's a bagel, here's, do you want a beer? And we'd always say no to the beer because you can't drink while you're working. And that's Hannah Samuels, Penn State senior and president of the newly founded Tailgate Ambassadors. Hannah's all about volunteering her time to positively reinforce these Penn State fans in hopes that it'll educate more and improve the tailgating culture. So what do all three of these individuals have in common? Well, they care. They love Penn State fans, and they call them the greatest in the nation. They know the values instilled in us as members of the blue and white. But still, they're all trying to answer the same question. Where is the responsibility on game day? 73 miles away is a community where there's a landfill. It's there. We make multiple runs to that facility every day, and we dump bags and bags and bags and bags of stuff into a hole in the ground. Doug is trying to bridge the gap between existing Penn State values and environmental stewardship and thinks there are certain scenarios where people would become a little more aware of this if they experienced it firsthand. The plastic and all the junk that's in there will enter the groundwater at some point. And that community relies on that groundwater for its drinking, right? So the trash that you and I generate today, I'm not gonna live in that community. You're probably not gonna live in that community. Our grandkids probably aren't gonna be living in that community, but someone's grandkids are. <laughs> And that's me who put that thing in that landfill that causes a problem for that community. And that's, to me, why we recycle. 
don't care if it gets recycled. I don't want someone to have cancer because I didn't. So what's really going on at these tailgates? Sure, there's the fair share of littering, but there's also another big problem, and that's recycling contamination. CCRA, which is the Center County Recycle and Refuse Authority, says that 20% of materials that come to their facility from Penn State tailgates don't belong in the recycling in these blue bags that are given out. Amy Scherf thinks it's even worse than 20%. Fewer uh, actually sorting on the line. It looks like a lot more because they do the contamination by weight. So glass is really heavy. So it doesn't really, like to me, um, it doesn't show the real picture, only 20%. Well, what do I even mean by contaminated recycling? Well, if you've ever been at a Penn State tailgate, you've seen those blue bags, and they're for three things. That's glass, plastic, and aluminum. The problem is they're being used for just about everything else. Anything that could be at someone's tailgate would end up in those blue bags. There were uh, the seats that you, like those fold-out seats. There were purses. There were bags. Um, but I think the majority would be like food. Scherf says her facility struggles to sort through all that contamination, and what used to take one day might now take two. Unfortunately, she hasn't seen much of an improvement as the years go by. We thought we would see improvement after we started um, really blasting education, but each week we would go up to the, re to the building and the guys would be sorting, and I would look at them and they would just shake their head, no, no, nothing has changed. So the Michigan game that I referenced before, one of the biggest games in recent history for Penn State football. The Nittany Lions are ranked number two in the country coming in, kickoff at 8 o'clock, majority of the day for tailgaters to spend in the lots. So from what we're talking about, you can kind of imagine what resulted. It's more trash than even Oscar the Grouch himself could handle. What's the matter? Are you okay? Well, you, you look scared. Well, I am. Yeah. I, I just heard something in my can. Something I'm not used to hearing. In response, CCRA went to social media and Scherf posted a series of photos on the authority's Facebook page outlining the massive amounts of waste that were left behind the day after. Immediately, these posts went viral online and left many in outrage. Uh, commenters on the post said things like, We are damn pigs. And some recalled instances of young people in the intramural fields being irresponsible with their trash. Now, on the contrary, many responded to the Facebook post defending Penn State fans, saying that only a small percentage of tailgaters behave this way, and most of us do in fact care about just trashing the place. I was just showing reality. I was, look, this is a problem. It's a problem for not only us, but it's a problem for the um, employees at Penn State. And if you never really show the problem, you're, it's never going to get fixed. Many people believe CCRA went out themselves and took those photos of the trash tailgate areas. However, Scherf says she received the photos from Penn State themselves in response to the posts that Scherf was sharing, highlighting the contamination of their specific facility. Penn State wanted to share that sentiment, according to Scherf, saying, listen, it's not all bad at your facility. Look at our tailgate lots.
I actually wouldn't have showed those pictures of Penn State if I didn't get those pictures from Penn State. Now, while the Facebook posts by Scherf and the CCRA were widespread, the Penn State social media accounts never really reposted any of this or shared it on their own, probably due to the image it would reflect on the fan base itself. Now, Doug Goodstein believes the social media strategy utilized by CCRA reflects more of the problem than the solution. So I think that the message being so negative drew attention to the problem, but didn't give anyone hope that the solution, that there's a solution in sight. We know there's a solution in sight, and it's your behavior, it's my behavior, it's working with athletics to make sure that there's more A-frames and more bags and all these other things, right? As I mentioned earlier, Doug believes more in the big picture, that something like recycling might seem small, but it is truly part of an individual's value structure and really comes down to how they prioritize responsibilities. It has nothing to do with how smart someone is. It has something to do with how much someone gives a shit. And I think that's the big problem we have with recycling as a culture. It's not hard. It's just people and their value structure. It might be number five, not number one. So let's get back to the solution. It's not easy. It's not quick. But the question becomes, is it even possible? Is there a way for true culture change for tailgating around the nation, maybe not even just at Penn State, but across the country? See, Scherf has been doing this for a long time, and even she has her doubts about anything improving in the future. I don't know how you reach people who are going to do it anyway. Reaching people. That's where Hannah Samuels comes in. Hannah blends in as your everyday college girl. She loves dogs, she loves Penn State, and I probably called her a little too early on Friday morning. But nonetheless, she has a mission. And that mission is through Tailgate Ambassadors, a brand new volunteer group which is committed to making an impact on recycling and littering at tailgates. But they aren't the recycling police. They're actually the opposite. But like we contribute because we get people thinking about sustainability in different ways other than just like make sure you recycle. Like we're coming and engaging with these people on a different level. It's face to face and we're not yelling at them to recycle or being nice about it. So honestly, I just think it creates a new realm for people to think about sustainability in zero waste. Goodstein's involved in this too. and He oversees the program as a staff advisor. He helped launch the program as a pilot over the summer that morphed into the actual program once fall and football came along. And I want to ask first, when did the ambassadors start? This year. This year. Okay. Yeah. So when you say years past, I'm like, I got no data. So Hannah's the president, Doug's the advisor. What, what do they do? What do tailgate ambassadors really do? Well, it's simple. On Saturday mornings, they get up early. They assemble at the laundry building on Park Avenue. Hannah splits them up into volunteer groups. These could be organizations, clubs, or just groups of friends that might be interested in helping out. So Hannah and her staff then train these groups, tell them how we engage people in the tailgate lots. And the main goal is really to hand out the blue bags, but also to engage in conversation, engage in laughter, and get people connected. See, the ambassadors give free things away. They give away bottle openers, can koozies, and even temporary tattoos. The first time we had Chilean ambassadors, we had like 10 students come and it was pouring down rain. And these guys had the best attitude. Like they were just like running around, they were having a blast. And I thought that was really cool. Now, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about a program like this is what if people don't want to be bothered? What if they would rather not have students coming up to them during their time and 
you know, selling the idea of recycling. Would, would people push back? Well, Hannah said earlier in the podcast that she absolutely loves Penn State fans and think they've been very accepting of the program. So that's not the problem. What Hannah's concerned with is that the posts, the Facebook posts after the Michigan game by CCRA kind of diminish their efforts in a sense. When they posted stuff like that, it was kind of like shocking because it just seemed like it just furthered the problem. Like if you look at those comments on there, it wasn't like Penn State students were like, oh my God, this is so bad. It was, you know, people who want to like hate on people, like people at tailgate. And it just created a whole new like area for them to be like, Penn State students suck, tailgating, like Penn State fans suck. And it wasn't, it was unproductive. Like if some, the person who's throwing their beer can on the ground isn't going to see that social media post because they're not going to be looking at the local recycling authorities Facebook. The tailgate ambassadors did put a giant effort out during the Michigan game with over 100 students volunteering their time to trek through those tailgate lots and inform and educate. You know, Goodstein thinks the difference between the message spread on the Facebook post by CCRA and the message spread by tailgate ambassadors has to do with the human interaction component. We are bombarded every day with messages that are inhuman, right? A sign, a commercial on the, inter on the internet, you know, uh, watching TV, you know, you're, we're getting these messages. I think what Tailgate Ambassadors does is delivers a message that's, in this case, a pro-environmental message, but human to human. And I think we're much better, and we receive messages much better when it's like, oh, it's not just a printout or a flyer that I received, but it's someone saying, this is what we do. It's even better when it's a student. It's even better when it's connected with something you value. So let's get back to the root of the ambassadors. So when Doug was attempting to launch this program, there were several questions he had in mind that reassured him it would be worth the time and resources to spend on the program. We were looking at cleanup times. So an OPP goes through the tailgate space and starts picking and cleaning up the trash. How long did that take them? You know, we were looking at CCRRA, the Waste Hauler Center County Refuse and Recycling Authority. How clean were the recycling streams? You know, we were working with athletics to find out how many students and how many people were coming into the game a little bit early because we were passing that along. Did the crowds at the, when the team dropped off, was that increasing a little bit because we were telling people about it? The tough part for Goodstein is finding a way to measure the success of the program. As much as he loves to promote all the great things it does, he knows eventually everything comes back to money and value. Tailgate ambassadors are supported by the Penn State Intercollegiate Athletic Department. So what do the ambassadors report back to their investors? The one thing it didn't do, and out of sheer transparency, is it didn't show up with a more, more recycling happened, but a lot of it was maybe more contaminated. People were taking that wings tray and looking at it differently. Instead of it being like, I got 30 wings, they said, oh my God, I got an aluminum tray. Let's throw it in the recycle bin. The problem is those 30 wings <laughs> ended up in the recycle bin too. You might be wondering what Amy Scherf and the CCRA think about this tailgate ambassador program and if they've made an impact or a change. I wish I could say that I saw an impact. I mean, I'm sure they did, but um, I, we didn't see it on the sorting belt. Examining all these attempted solutions, the tailgate ambassadors, the CCRA Facebook posts, the efforts by Penn State Athletics and various other organizations, one could debate all day on which one might be the most effective. However, Goodstein and Scherf see things a little differently when it comes to the actual mindset of a Penn State tailgater. And I'm all for, okay, you work, you, 
you busted your ass all day. Like, you busted your ass on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You bought tickets which aren't cheap. You jumped in your car and drove three, four hours. You showed up at seven, eight, eight o'clock in the morning. I get it. Have a heck of a time. Enjoy the game. Hopefully they win. Enjoy a few beers. Have some great food. Enjoy your being with it. It's like coming home. It's like hanging out with your family. It's easy to empathize with Doug's sentiment, especially if you're part of the Penn State community and have been part of a tailgate. It's a truly amazing time to spend with your friends and family. You feel part of something, part of something that's bigger than yourself, something that's existed for decades and decades of championship football teams under the legendary Joe Paterno. All these traditions, all these values we share should go hand in hand with environmental responsibility. Because these beautiful tailgate fields we are blessed with, they're part of us. They don't have the rolling green hills and fields in these urban areas where college fans tailgate on macadam near busy city streets and bustling areas. So what if nobody cleaned up these beautiful areas and all the trash just accumulated and it turned our tailgate lots into a massive landfill? Well, Amy thinks it's that simple. I, I think if they knew that other people were actually coming in and cleaning that up and it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't trucks picking everything up, that maybe they wouldn't leave their sites like they do. Doug Goodstein leaves us with this. It's a big picture idea, but it makes a lot of sense when you think about what it truly means to be a Penn Stater. Why doesn't it translate beyond just the saying we are, singing the alma mater, or doing those different things? We need to look at being a Penn Stater and representing Penn State, not just on the field, off the field, at the tailgate space, not at the tailgate space, but as part of our value system of if we're going to be a Penn Stater, we always are a Penn Stater. And being a Penn Stater represents something bigger than us. So next time you yell, we are, or even respond with a Penn State, think about why exactly you're doing that. Don't do it just to chant. Do it because you're part of something. Do it for the football team. Do it for the tailgate lots, the academics, the community, and everything in between. As Joe Paterno once said, success without honor is like an unseasoned dish. It might satisfy your hunger, but it won't taste good. I'm Matt Freiler, and this was Yappy Valley. A special thanks from Yappy Valley go out to you, the listener. My wonderful interview subjects, Doug Goodstein of the Penn State Sustainability Institute, Amy Scherf, CCRA, and of course, Hannah Samuels, Tailgate Ambassadors. Also, a thanks to my good pal, Cam Meekins from Boston, whose song Heart is featured as a theme music for Yappy Valley. You can download the song on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. 